So, for this episode of the podcast, I asked my um, one of the teachers at my school, Esther from Pepe Damaso, who teaches 5th A and 5th B, to tell me a few things about her teaching style, why she became a teacher, challenges she faces, and then her hopes for the, te- for the students. Um, Esther's grandparents, I know, are from El Hierro. She has a family full of teachers and she is wonderful with the students. So I will let her head and go ahead and let her get right to it. The first question is, why did you want to become a teacher? What inspired you? Since I was little, I have liked being surrounded by children and I have felt a special connection with them. Apart from this, I have to say that my parents are teachers too, and they are teachers by vocation. I have seen in them the passion for teaching, and that also piqued my interest. It's really meaningful to come from a family of teachers. I think some of the best teachers that I've had in my life um, also came from a family of teachers. I even have some who told me that uh, they were trying to break out and do something else, but the profession just kind of came back to them. And there is a special passion, I think, for somebody who comes from generations and generations of teachers. And so I really appreciate that answer. My next question is, what is your favorite thing about teaching? What lights up your day as a teacher at Pepe Amazon? Well, for me, it's difficult to say just one thing. Teaching is a very tough profession that requires a lot of sacrifice, but it is very rewarding. My work does not begin in the classroom. But from the moment I receive the children at school, and there is nothing better than welcoming the children who greet you with joy. Another thing that I like about teaching is that it is not a monotonous job, in the sense that no day is the same as the previous one, because we work with people, and unforeseen events arise that force you to act based on each situation. I also like the fact that this job allows me to be creative with the aim of attracting students and awakening their curiosity. I really like to surprise the students and awakening them the desire to learn and to improve themselves. Teaching also gives me the opportunity to embark on novel projects that allow me to learn and grow professionally and as a person. For example, my school is currently participating in a European project together with five other schools from different European countries, which is a rewarding experience. Something that I notice is that Esther always asks the students to greet me at the door and then if they don't do it, well, they'll go back outside and then come and greet me in the morning. And so it's interesting to hear that she said um, that for her, she really enjoys that part of the day in greeting the students and seeing their happiness or, you know, even talking to them if they're not feeling well. Um, that's something that I really admire about her is that she checks in with the kids even when they're feeling bad and then will continue to make sure that they are doing well socially socially and emotionally, which I think is very unique to her as a teacher. Um, and then the last part that she mentioned was um, 
participating in the special projects like the Erasmus project. So today I actually was able to sit in on the final um, culmination of the Erasmus project, the Erasmus meeting. And so I was able to see um, students from 5th A present some interesting topics. So they, ta they first presented the Spanish national anthem and they learned that um, it's a national anthem that does not have any words and that is really uncommon. I think there's only four in the world that are like that is what they told me. And then the next thing they presented were different Spanish instruments. Uh, and some were only Ereño, um, which are only of El Hierro, um, which I thought was very, very fascinating as well. There, uh, as there's a, a group of string instruments as well as wind instruments. And then finally, I was able to see the students dancing a typical Canarian dance, which was so very, very cute and precious. And I had saw, seen them practicing in the month before. And so Esther does really well with um, having her students be very involved and invested in special projects with Erasmus and otherwise. Um, in my few short months as an auxiliar or Fulbright teaching assistant at Pepe Damaso, um, the students of 5A and 5B have put on at least two plays. <laughs> One was Cinderella, which I got to see some of, and then now they're putting on another play to celebrate um, Canarian Day, which I will unfortunately miss on Friday, but I find it very awe-inspiring, honestly, uh, to see that the students are learning in both concrete and tangible ways by acting out and exploring and finding new things to do with each other. And then they're also learning very abstract methods. Um, they'll learn things from space to inventions, new technologies, and much, much more. And at the same time, still having fun in the classroom and out of the classroom. And so it is an amazing learning opportunity being a Fulbright assistant for SDED. My next question was, what is particularly challenging about teaching or what are some uh, things that you face or that your students face uh, that you have to keep in mind on a day-to-day -day basis? There are many challenges that the teacher faces precisely because we work with people and each person is different. Attention to diversity is the greatest challenge for me. Being able to give each child what they need according to their rhythms and learning styles and taking into account aspects of the personality that affect the learning process is not a simple task. Another great challenge has to do with the work of cross-curricular contents and the promotion of values that are contrary to those that the materialistic society in which we live disseminates. In a world in which the media teaches that everything counts, that you can go far with little effort, or that the value of a person is determined by the number of followers you have or the number of likes you receive, it is difficult to swim against the tide, but that's what makes our profession challenging. Finally, in this current school year, so atypical due to the global pandemic, one of the challenges has been to encourage students. I mean, doing everything possible to make them feel good and happy despite the situation. Something that Esther mentioned that I think is very, that she does actually very, very well in is um, 
having tiered supports for her students. So she mentions that all the students are different and they come at different levels. And so something that we, that I worked in specifically um, in my schools in the United States with Whitney Young and um, <laughs> at, at Trinity Basin Ewing was response to intervention. So response to intervention means that you are constantly aware of the level that your students are at in, in any given topic and addressing their needs or their specific learning capabilities at all points that, that you can. So even in activities like stations or centers where students are major, mostly um, doing fun games, you have different tiers and different levels so they can um, feel engaged in what they're doing and that it's not too difficult or not too easy for them. And so Esther does a really Esther does a really great job at this. Um, typically my role as an English teaching assistant for her, um, we mix between a whole group and small group activities. And in the small group activities, I work with three students in particular who have difficulties with English um, and we play games together and at the same time I'm able to assess um, how they're doing with that. Um, their level in the topic and then we frequently review different things and so one for example one of the games that we play with I play with the students who struggle with English is we play a dice game and from there they um, describe they may be described from a picture the vocabulary word and then from there after they've you know refreshed on the vocabulary we play Pictionary and after that we go and we do maybe a charades game and so it's many dynamic activities all to the level the students know and then we're also keeping note of how they do and how they perform in the activity that Esther assigns and she is really good about checking with me and how they've done and then adjusting them as we go. So with these three students they're never sitting in the classroom bored or confused they have an adaptation that helps them be continuing to be engaged in the class and learn English. There's just because they're at a different level doesn't mean that they can't learn English. We are scaffolding and we are building their knowledge as we go. And Esther does a really amazing job at that and I just wanted to mention that in this. <laughs> and then another portion that she talked about is the students, um, the society as it is. I, I find it very interesting in our classes together. Um, she always has a moral lesson. Uh, for the students to be kind to each other to listen to each other. I remember once and this is really important to me as somebody who is queer and identifies as bisexual um, we were dis the discussing the uh, families and <laughs> They were supposed to guess the vocabulary word for parents and I said, uh, draws on the board um, a man and a woman a man and a man and a man and a woman <laughs> and she said the parents can be um, a man and a woman, or a woman and another woman, or a man and a man, and all of these people are partners um, that can raise children, and that is like that's fine, that's okay, um, and it's a good thing to have diversity in families. And I remember that moment; I felt very um, supported, included, and I think that it's very much shown in her classes. The students are extremely comfortable with her, and very, very much. So able to be open. I've had a couple of students of the two classes that I have with her actually come out to me. And so I think even those little conversations, those little ways of putting it in during a lesson creates an environment where students feel like they can be themselves. And then now that they're not preoccupied with 
how they present to other people, they're able to learn more. And then the final thing she mentioned was with coronavirus, which is so difficult, but she really does so much, Esther does so much to engage the students. There is an equal amount of time where we think about theory and abstract, and then we have application and games, um, and they really know so much. And so I am always inspired and awed by what she does in her classroom. And the final question that I asked was, what are your hopes for your students and for the future? And this was her response. My wish is that my students are competent, that they acquire the necessary tools to function autonomously without losing the desire to keep learning because we all must renew ourselves and that they always try to give their best with humility, valuing effort and realizing that there is no greater reward than when you get things with effort. And honestly, I think the students do that. They, I want to say, they love the class. They love the class. They love her. They do so much um, in participation with this, and they try their best. And I think it's a combination of feeling supported, feeling like this is an environment where you can make a mistake and keep trying and keep going. It's like um, in Dallas ISD or in Texas, in the teaching experience I've had, we would have called it a growth mindset. The students in Esther's class genuinely are raised and taught in a growth mindset and so their effort is rewarded their um desire to try to fail and to learn is celebrated by her and they do it so independently now um of course it doesn't help to get an ambrosia bar or to um receive a dojo point which she does consistently as well but more than anything it is her encouragement for the students to try and to fail, to keep trying again and to do their best, that I find it's probably what inspires them to keep doing it. Even when uh, today, for example, when we had our, um, our culmination, our conclusion of the Erasmus project, the students were so nervous, they were shaking, Esther was shaking, <laughs> that was very cute. Um, and they kept telling me, Mila, Mila, I'm so scared, I'm so scared. <laughs> And I told them, your English is at a wonderful level. And Esther told them too, um, you're not any lower than the other students who are in the Erasmus project. You are on the same level, don't be nervous. Um, and they, they're they learning new things from you and they've never been to the Canary Islands. And so this is all wonderful. And even that, that encouragement to try and that encouragement to not be scared of trying or to be not be scared of messing up, I think is really how you combat those challenges you know to and to inspire the students to keep learning and keep trying is to make them feel comfortable um and they really did and they did it uh, it was a really great project the everything that they presented was presented so very well their pronunciation was um very, uh, was correct and um you know i was able to see them dance and then the erasmus um members were also able to see them dance and it turned out wonderfully and so that kind of concludes my interview with Esther. I think my final words on this is that I really admire her as an educator um, and teaching truly is her calling if I was to learn from anybody in all of this in this experience of being a Fulbrighter I'm glad to have learned from her um, I see very much from her that leadership can be something gentle 
um, and it can lean from support and respect for others. Um, her class, although is super very full of energy and sometimes difficult, they love in her. They love her and they respect her, um, and they are blessed to have her in a sense that they are learning so much. Um, and I'm most excited to come to school on Friday to see what we do, what games we play, and uh, to share my culture as well. She encourages me to share about Texas and the United States, and the students are excited to hear that as well. And so, of my time here, I'm happy to have this time to know her and to interview her, and to share it with you all on this podcast.